man, here we go again. Up early, feed the dog, out the door, traffic, at the office, boss in some kind of mood today, no time for lunch, annoying co-worker, no time to relax, bedtime. Then we gotta do it all again? Uh, no way. Because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play. At Wild Rose Casino and Resort, slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So, let's play. Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton. Ooh-wee. Um, if there was ever a day to get the pod going, the last 24, 48 hours have been very, very interesting in the Iowa sports world. How you guys bro, doing? Bro, Iowa sports betting world. <laughs> We're doing good, man. We're doing good. Got some parlays going this morning. Um, if, parlays if, this morning. If, if you are a Iowa or Iowa State athlete, please click off. Um, this isn't a podcast for you. <laughs> 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 better yet, stick. Better yet, stick around. We got, we got a, some we, fun. Yeah, yeah, we've got, we've got some stuff to do. Um, for the people who if, are, if you want to tap, if you want to tap it, go ahead. Your best is Dallas. If you want to uh, tap it with your, with your, for, with your, with your locks. <laughs> for everyone that's out of the loop, um, today the Iowa's Division of Criminal Investigation has released a public mm-hmm. statement, and there's seven names on this list of former or um yeah former or current athletes at both Iowa and Iowa State who um were charged with counts one count of tampering with records um which is technically like if you are an active player and you're betting on your sport but there is also documents that prove that they were making placing wagers in general. If you are a college athlete, you can't bet. Like that is a very I'll clear say, thing. I, I, I was you, gonna, I, I, I was gonna ask you. You can't. You probably can't gamble at all. At you can't gamble at all. When I or worked, just, when I worked no. for the Iowa athletic facilities, we can't gamble. Like we're not supposed to gamble, um, on like college athletics, period. And we were just so setting college, up for so, so, Is it just college? Athletics or like, are they not allowed to gamble on? I don't like NFL I don't believe, or NBA or anything. They're not supposed to gamble at all. They're not supposed to have a FanDuel or DraftKings account, and that's why okay. like you see people have kind of gone around it. The biggest names right now are Hunter Deckers, Aaron Blom, and uh, Aaron Ulis. Um, Aaron Blom was a kicker mm-hmm. at Iowa, and Aaron Ulis just recently transferred um, to Nebraska, and he's actually in. Spain right now they're on their Euro trip and earlier this week you might have seen it reported he's um like Aaron Ulis isn't playing and Fred Hoiberg didn't have like a give a reason as to why he wasn't playing he was just saying it's a personal matter well now we know why um other members that are um being charged out of Iowa State um are just one second Oh, defensive tackle who's now on the Broncos, Ioma Azuike. He could face up to two years in prison because they also found what? Out that he was betting as a member of the Denver Broncos as well. So not only was he betting as oh, a cyclone, right. he was betting as a member of the and, Denver Broncos. And it's like tampering. It's like fixing. It's like participating in that. Fixing games. Yeah. Like fixing games. Um, other members of Iowa State are Dodge Saucer. He's going – um and that, that's literally, the, the, literally yeah. the plot of 
Long as shard. <laughs> yeah, right, literally so, the pot of knowledge shard. That, that is. Um, and then the other um member charged in uh from Johnson County is Garrett Christensen, a 20-year-old uh Iowa football player, I believe. Um, so a little bit more information. So for the they have actually have the exact bet that Aaron Blum um bet on. He bet the under on the 2021 Cyhawk football game. Uh, the, uh, the over under was forty five, and the final score was twenty seven to seventeen. So he's on the sideline. You, 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 you cut the out. Ma- what live? The the bet. Um. So Aaron, I will walk on kicker Aaron Blum bet on the under of the twenty twenty one Cyhawk game, and Iowa won twenty seven to seventeen. Forty four. It hit by one. And listen to this. Iowa State missed a field goal with 30 seconds left. He was on the sideline. They're up 10. They're about to win. He's over there sweating. He's, he, he's, he's, he's sweating. He's sweating because he has the under. He has the under. Yo, so it, it, everybody's at, at wondering why he's celebrating they're missing field goals. It's because yeah. he has the under. Um, And so, so he used his mother's name to create a DraftKings account Ooh. that they're reporting. And he had over 170 wagers for a total of uh, 44,000. I mean, not 44,000, 4,400. 44,000? No, 4,400 wagers. Oh, I'm about to say. And yeah, also, like, 45, I mean, 4,400 dollars is not like necessarily how much he put in. Or it took out. It could but have it's been like the, uh, the, the cumulative of money exactly. going and going back. Exactly. Um. And then, so then Hunter Decker's um, his situation was he apparently his mom and dad had multiple accounts that he was um, betting on. They said he's placed over three hundred, approximately three hundred and sixty six wagers, totaling over uh, twenty seven hundred dollars, which. Hunter, we gotta get the units up, man. It's like six bucks a day. <laughs> you're 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 gonna That's... lose NCAA eligibility for some yeah, he, six. He, hey, he, we don't unit shame, man. We he don't unit for four for four. For four for four, he was he was he could have went and got a biggie bag. Instead, he's putting his NCAA eligibility on the line. Oh, uh, uh, the at risk. For and, six dollar parlays, right? Uh, right? I don't know right for Tyrus. I think I think he's done. I think they find it. Uh, he's done. I, he won't I, play. It, it's looking like football it's game. very, um, very likely that he loses all eligibility to play college football or be a nope. college athlete. Um, right now he's not participating in the fall uh camp, and I quote: "To focus on his studies and on the defense of his criminal charge." This is from. The Des Moines Register. Criminal um, charge. Ooh, he's dude. yeah, yeah. So that's that. So that's what's going on with him. And then now over to Aaron Ulis. So Aaron Ulis, the criminal complaint filed by the Johnson County Attorney Office. Um, this is from Cedar Rapids Gazette. Um, from John Steppy. Uh, he was using his older brothers. I'm guessing Tyler. Uh, Tyler. His information disguised approximately 1850 sports wagers um uh, over 740 of them were placed before he turned 21 
and the wagers totaled over $34,800. So either either Aaron Aaron is really in the red and is going to have people knocking on his door, or we might ha- he might have this a second career. He might start the Discord up after this all. I said, or he, he, he or he's in his. He, he might, might be, be chilling for real. He might have himself. If he's nice. if he's if he he's either really in really bad shape or he's in really good shape. Yeah, like there's no I mean, middle. Thirty four thousand dollars. You're either putting in a bunch or you're pulling out a bunch. So, I mean, okay. So he's at Nebraska we, now, right? He's at he's at Nebraska now. Yeah, they're overseas right now. And he's not playing because of all of this. So let's let's rewind. Uh, I mean, what are what are our first responses? I mean, this was always going to happen, right? Like, this was inevitable. But it's just kind of hilarious that it's Iowa and Iowa State right now who are at the forefront of this whole gambling controversy. It's wild because like all of them coming out, like the NFL players have been the one like. Because, like, the Kelsey's, I listened to their podcast, and a few couple of episodes ago, they were talking about, like, they make, they make it clear in the NFL you cannot bet at the facilities mm-hmm. or at all on any NFL game. And a whole bunch of players are getting busted for, for betting on NFL games. Calvin got a year so, quickly. Like, <laughs> Calvin got yeah, a year without hesitation. Yeah, and it's like two people on the Colts who got in trouble for trouble for it. And it's funny because they they did say it like besides Calvin, usually it's always defensive players who get caught. Which gambling? That's I mean that's that's that, like I said like when I started working at Iowa, that was one of the first things they told us, and we can't even like affect anything. So I imagine that there's very thorough stuff you have to go through when you get there like you can't bet like it's just very clear that's just kind of baseline so especially thirty four thousand dollars Aaron yeah first of all we might have to get you on the hotline um because because what are we doing here but you know what I I mean I guess it makes more sense to be a full sicko than be like barely putting anything in and like they're like both half in, half out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like twenty eight hundred dollars, Hunter. You come on, man. Like you I, I, I don't understand it. Uh, he uh, Hunter must not be getting any of the NIL money. He must not they don't have a mess with Hunter. He could he couldn't get Jethro's or anything to to, <laughs> to give him some bread. <laughs> I, I guess not, man. I guess it's it's hard times over there in Ames. I, I just I really don't understand. And then now you've got the guy in and Denver, who he's you know getting ready to start his whole career, all of a sudden he might be on can you, cars. Can, can can you imagine thinking that you're gonna like live the life of an NFL player, and then he might get three hots in a cot? That is so tough. That is, I mean, what are what are we doing? I feel like that is like one of the like easiest things. What was the what was the ref that got in trouble for fixing games when we were younger? And, in I don't know what his name was. Yeah, but <laughs> it, he he had his own like documentary that people yeah. were watching and stuff. But I feel like that's like the very. I mean, you have to assume it as soon as they, I guess, legalize. As soon as game. mobile, as soon as the, as soon as the mobile apps came around, yeah. they should have known that things would get like because. 
people were getting in trouble like, even when like Vegas was the only place you could really gamble on sports. Yeah. People were still getting in trouble. Like, like there's a whole controversy between you between UNLV when they went when they won the first national championship and they went yeah. back and everybody's like it never been official, but everybody says that that second one it lost to Duke that uh-huh. the players gambled on like them to lose. But yes. now with mobile mobile gambling, it's yeah. easier than ever to, to do it. Cause like if you if I wanted to right now, if I got my dad's ID, I could just create a FanDuel account and then actively bet every day under under that. I wanna yeah, I yeah. I am interested to know how like that, well, that like they found out that was kind of what was going on. Well that was part of it when Iowa legalized sports betting. Mm. That's why we can't do any player props for our in-state schools. Mm. Um, so that was part of the reason. And I didn't think it was really going to be a problem down the road. But yeah. once you once you see all these student-athletes betting and and getting involved in it, that's that's when it doesn't just – I mean, it, it puts in risk their future. Yeah. Like, where, where does sports betting in Iowa go? Like, oh, do we saying. continue sport? Continue We're never getting prize say, picks. Dude, We're like, never getting prize picks. They're never coming here, man. We're not going to be no. able to. I know. We'd be lucky to keep. Because uh, once you start messing with university money, we'd be lucky to keep yeah. the mobile yeah, the mobile yeah. stuff. And if, if it goes back to having to, you know, go to the casinos to play stuff in person, you <laughs> have to show your ID. And, yeah, like, yeah. That's tough. That that's that's very tough, but like it's, it's as soon as they made it so accessible, and especially like look at Pat McAfee's show, Fanduel, Shams, Shams is on Fanduel. Yeah. Like everybody, every league is promoting it. Everybody sees the parlays on Twitter. Oh, dollars, ten grand. It's literally everywhere, and like you can't you can't go to a sporting event without it. So it's like they. They promote it as well, so it's tough to like say, "Oh yeah, don't bet, don't bet, don't bet." But it's being promoted everywhere, right? And especially, you know, if you're a part of yeah. it, like obviously we like sports and we bet on sports because we feel like we know what we're doing. If you're playing, you definitely feel confident in your ability. To, like we're gonna, um, I saw one yeah. of one of the bets they said that Hunter made was he bet on. I, the Iowa State Oklahoma State game where they upset them last year, um, or two years ago, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Like, of course you're gonna be like, you know what? No, we could beat those dudes. Like, we're at plus four hundred. All right. I say, I say. Plus, yeah. the thing is, like, I haven't seen anything come out where like it's people betting to lose. It's all mm-hmm. I've only seen people betting on like their team to win, which is, I mean, it's not good, but it's literally that's at least it's not people sandbagging. Yeah. Which would really be the problem. I got a uh, yeah. Lucy had a really good tweet yesterday. Um said all we do is tell athletes to bet on themselves and then we get mad when they actually do it. <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. But like, and this is in the middle of all this realignment talk. Like, this is only Iowa and Iowa State. So what's going on in, you know, the big like the big states like California and things like that? You can't tell me that, oh, Iowa's the only state that's got sickos in the eight, yeah. like eighteen to twenty-four range and things like that. Or yeah. also, it's like it's 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 teams like Iowa State. It's like like it, I don't know if it'll ever come out, but like Georgia and Alabama gotta have sickos that bet on sports. 
They have to. Those Ohio guys in State. Georgia, those guys in Georgia already drive around. They drive 140 miles on street. Like they, they already feel like they're God. You can't tell me. But then they got a goat whale out there. But then again, though, they also are getting bags. So they yeah. might not be gambling. They're and getting some bags. of those. Some of those states don't have legalized mobile gambling or gambling so, in general. So, like, I mean, you really need to gamble if you but bring also, in twelve million dollars a year. Okay, Drake gambles. Like sometimes you have that much money, so you like, you know what? Let me triple it. Let me double it. Yeah. Uh, so I, for me, if I make it like that, personally, I'm <laughs> done gambling because I made it. That's the whole point of why I gamble is so that I have some extra bread. You you just one bet away from the big. Most gamblers stop before they hit the big one. Yeah. I, I almost I, I almost leave the app, but you know what? Someone told me that it was that you know I ever seen that meme where it's like a guy digging and he he stopped like before he gets the diamonds. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah. I mean it's it's, it's hard for these for these student athletes, man, because like you get on everybody gets on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it now, but it's hard to just get on there and like not see. Yeah. All you see People is tickets. Posting, all you see yeah. is green, all you see is tickets. All you see is green tickets. Yeah. Yeah. All you see yeah. is green tickets. And all you see is like the ten dollars to win you thirty five grand. Or yeah. all you yeah. see is the big ones. Yeah. You're like, oh that it was that easy. It's that, that easy. That's how many times do we say it's that easy? Like and yeah. if we feel that way, then you know that you know those guys are feeling the same way. Also, like I think the thing for me and like that intrigued me is like because most of these bets. That's what it seems like. There's not very many that like were on. They're like hunters. They said like there was at least one. Aaron, they said there was at least one or like a few. But most of these bets are probably on MLB, NBA, NFL, things like that. Because just like any other person, if there's a game on TV, they're like, oh, well, let me throw a parlay together. Let me let me throw some money on this Browns, Jets, or when they always have terrible uh, Commanders, Giants, Thursday night game. Night games, yeah. Like, okay, let me throw something on there, which, like, I understand some people be like, they should be able to do it if, you know, they're not playing or whatever. But then and that line is blurring, obviously. Yeah. That's why it's been crossed time and time again. I mean, Iowa baseball faced the same thing. This was Iowa baseball's best team in a long time. And then they lost, you know, Keaton Anthony was one of their best players, multiple players for gambling too. It's not just, you know, these football players and stuff that's come out, it's a bigger deal now because Iowa football is, you know, the end-all be-all of Iowa sports as a state, and so is Iowa State, like, football. Like, we're talking about their starter. Like, this is yeah, – this is their their starting, starting QB. Starting QB. Now this is going to change. Like, now if you're a donor, right, at Iowa State or something, you're like, this is what's going on here, like, People are can lose their eligibility. I'm giving money to this team to be successful and things like that, and they got stuff like that going on. Yeah. So I, I think the NCAA but has got to. It also, also, it also is easier to like for people to do it because, like, yeah, they're athletes, but like they have quote unquote regular friends who, of course, are going to, or of course, are gambling. Yeah. So I mean, if you're at any social event and your other friends are doing it, you're like, you know what, hey. Throw ten on it for me. Yeah. Throw twenty five on it for me. Yeah, it's. I mean, you just you gotta you gotta you, like just think if you're hunting right now and you have a chance to miss out on getting your free education because 
I know. imagine if you lose your eligibility, you also lose your scholarship. Lose your, lose your scholarship. Yeah. And are you you're you're gonna look back and oh, so it says that Deckers placed 26 wagers on Iowa State sporting events specifically. 26. That's like that's rule number one. You step on campus, uh, don't bet. But and he started he started all 12 games yeah, for he, the Cyclones last season, and he's probably cooked. Yeah, and some of these it like it was saying that he wasn't even the starter, he was a backup. The one where he was against Oklahoma State. So mm-hmm. he was a sophomore, oh, sophomore yeah. backup. It like, was yeah, two years. Oh, ago. so he was doing when Brock was still mm-hmm. the quarter starting quarterback. Yeah, when Brock was still there. So he was just sitting behind the bench like, man, I'm not gonna get in. Let me let me throw fifty on the money line. On 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 Iowa State money line. Mm-hmm. Wonder if he just thought he was like what? Like what's the thought process? I'm never he gonna thought, become he the thought, starting he, quarterback. No, I think he not, thought it was like, oh, they're never gonna look. Why yeah. do they care about the backup at Iowa State? And they're like, oh, but that look. it was under his parents' account, right? Is that what yeah. it was? If it's uh, if it's under your name, that's a that's right. I mean, was, you're you're begging to get caught. But they're like, yeah. why is Hunter Decker's mom placing all these parlays? What's going on here? When her when her son's sitting on the bench. But, uh, but but then again though, I wonder why I looked into it though. Even if it was like it wasn't in his name, why did is it illegal for their parents also to, to bet on them too? I don't think so. But I think remember though, because remember, um, I, I might be wrong. But uh, Joe Burrow wasn't but Joe Burrow's dad. Joe Burrow's dad. Bet, yeah, dad bet on him to win the Heisman. Yeah, yes. I don't know. Yes, that's what I was. That's what I was gonna say. I remember Joe Burrow's dad. I was thinking Joe Burrow's dad bet on him to win the Heisman. So how we know it wasn't Joe Burrow that bet on himself to win the Heisman, right? I his dad on the bread. The investigation is still ongoing, though they technically have not been proved guilty. So Hunter of Hunter's anything. innocent right now. I I guess you know innocent until proven guilty, but it's not looking great. It's mm-hmm. Not it's not it's not looking great at all for anybody. Um. Okay, moving moving on from the gambling stuff, we can we can talk some actual football. I asked this question the other day. I'd love to hear your guys's response. Um, so they had came out that Cade uh, McNamara was on the watch list for the Maxwell Award that goes Whoa. out to, to you know, the best player in. Uh, Isn't that the best offensive player in college the best, football? The best offensive player in college football. He was he's on the watch list. Um, and I had said. What would, you know, what would his season have to look like for K to win the um, Maxwell Award? Just as a preface, the the last. So he he would have to beat out Caleb Williams for it and Drake May. Yeah. And I, I, their offenses don't run the football because of the quarterback. So So he would have to throw for at least. 40 touchdowns. I was going to say, since uh, 2013, so after 2013, um, the uh, the Maxwell Award winners, well, first of all, have basically all gone to Heisman winners. But each QB, <laughs> each QB has thrown for at least 42 touchdowns, except for Lamar, who threw for 30 and I think ran for another probably 15 or so. Let's see. Uh, when Lamar won it, he had thrown for 30 and ran for 21. So he had 51 total, total, total touchdowns. Um, 
and they all had like less than double digit interceptions. So we would need to see the greatest season from an Iowa quarterback of any any, any Iowa in quarterback recent history. history. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so yeah like, looking at the schedule, like yeah, they had to they had to they had to win out. I mean, they they, they can't they can't lose to Penn State. They can't lose to Michigan State. They can't lose to Wisconsin. Definitely can't listen to Nebraska again. Uh, they and a Big Ten championship one. Yeah, and he has to ball out. I mean, yeah, I don't. We I don't they, see it. They might be playing in McNamara Stadium next year if he if he pulled that <laughs> off. Like literally, went, if he threw if he threw, if he threw forty tugs, they would go on the field regardless. Yeah, but yeah, the, the, if, if he threw if he, forty touchdowns, they would easily go undefeated. I think there was like a stat He's last year. If he, if, he, if, he goes, if he goes 30 touchdowns, they'd go undefeated. They'd go undefeated. Yeah, because I think there was a stat last year. Like the last two years, basically, like if Iowa scores like 24 points, I think they'd only lost like two games or like one game or something like that. Just something something crazy. So, yeah, if he throws, you know, 30 touchdowns, I'm I'm looking at these uh, pass winners, uh, Devontae Smith's. Season was so just one seventeen for eighteen fifty six and twenty three touchdowns. Twenty three touchdowns. Touchdowns as a receiver. Oh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Who what? Touchdowns. He, he threw sixty tugs. Fifty six hundred. Look at it now. Look, look at it now. Justin literally has the receivers he had had then, yeah. or or arguably one and two in the league now. Yeah. Joe Burrow literally had a, a receiving core, and then their wide receiver three is Terrence Marshall, who's on the. Panthers. Terrence Marshall. So that that wide receiving that that trio would be the best three wide receiver like in, in, in the league in the league. Like I mean, that's yeah. It, it there's a gap even between him and like the other former um, winners. There's just a huge gap. Derrick Henry was 2015 had. 2200 yards and 28 touchdowns. Yeah, I said he had, he had 22 on the, on the ground. Baker threw for 43 with six picks. 40, Baker threw 43 touchdowns. And then the next year, Tua yeah, threw Tyler. for 43 and six picks. Um, Bryce Young had 47 touchdowns, seven picks. And then last year, uh, Caleb Williams had 42 touchdowns and five interceptions. Cade would have to throw 40 touchdowns. And yeah. like, honestly, I don't know if we've ever seen somebody at Iowa. I don't know if anybody in Iowa has ever I, thrown 40 touchdowns. I think he could. Um, what was it? It was that year that Nick Foles had like 27 touchdowns and no picks. Like he could maybe like if they go undefeated, do something like no turnovers and like 30 touchdowns and like a 70. Like he'd have to just be like crazy efficient or something like that. But mm-hmm. the last guy to even throw under 30 touchdowns and get it is uh, AJ McCarron in 2013. Won it with twenty eight touchdowns. There's a lot That's of there's a lot of pe- uh, Big Ten players on this Maxwell Award. Maxwell yeah, um, I'm just going through it. Like mm. uh, Purdue's Aiden O'Connell, uh, mm. Sean Clifford. Mm-hmm. Is Aiden still in school? Yeah. How old is Aiden O'Connell? Aiden O'Connell. Let's let's see. Aiden O'Connell. Running back from Minnesota. Oh, wait, no. Aiden O'Connell is um on the Raiders. Uh, 
Okay, that's oh, why I thought. Am I looking at last year's You might have looked at last year. Uh, I, I didn't think he was in school still. I did not think he was in school still. No, he's on the Raiders. Oh, that's, yeah. This is last year's. He looks like Derek sucks. Carr. Let's go with. Um, but there's I also there's uh, Ohio, the Ohio State players. Yeah. The yeah, guys from Ohio State. From Tennessee. Marvin Harrison has to be up there for like up there for mm-hmm. like preseason Maxwell Award watchers or whatever. I I think that um Caleb has a really good chance of going back to back. Like I think he could be yeah. the first guy to go back to back for Heisman I, as well. Obviously Heisman. I'm a I'm a little bit of a homer, but I called it last year. That guy that played for Matt Brown. Is really Drake, really Drake good. The truth. He's really really good. He is, and like they like some reason because the Heisman like uh voters don't are really hesitant on giving two away. Yeah, they're really hesitant on giving two away yeah. because like Lamar had basically the same season he had again, and they yeah. didn't give it to him. Yeah, I think so, what's going to come down to Drake is like them winning. They have to like, they, they have to win out. They have to they have to win a lot. I think that the window is more open for Caleb to put together like a one loss season than it is Drake just because of where he plays. But I mean, yeah. Drake had 38 touch- touchdowns last year, over 4,000 yards. Like, he, yeah, it was, uh, you know, he was, he had a special run. Hmm. And like, and he was, he, I'm pretty sure he was a, was a freshman last year or a sophomore last year. Yeah, he's 20 years old right now. Yeah, so he's a freshman last year. Yeah. Yeah. So and a whole year to be get to be in the the system with we know Max is a great coach, mm-hmm. but definitely. Um, also, did you guys know that um, they played South Carolina the first game. The South Carolina quarterback is still there. That's that was at yeah. OU. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Did you see? Did you yeah. see what he just got? His nil uh-huh. deal. Nil uh-huh. deal with the local Mercedes Benz dealership. One hundred thirty-four. Uh, I think it was a thousand dollar G wagon. Brand new, all fresh off the lot. Fresh off the lot. Many, he hasn't won many games at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I'm like, man. um. Well, I mean, while we're here, we're talking about Cade. Have you guys taken like a good deep dive at the Iowa football schedule? Yeah. Yeah. It's yes. Let's 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 go through. Let's see what um if we can get a consensus um record. Or see how All close right. we can get to a consensus record. All right, go Utah, ahead. U- All right. Utah State. First off, Utah State. That should be a comfortable. Easy. Hopefully, like a comfortable ten to seven. That's what I'm saying. Hopefully, it's not a repeat of the first game last year because 20, that, 21, 21 three. I, I was gonna say like thirty to three. Like, hopefully, they can get. If you're gonna get the offense off, the offense has to be off the ground. They have to score over more twenty five points. I think so, that there's like going to be a lot of like urgency. tension. I think there's gonna be a lot of tension that first drive this year, no matter who they're playing, especially not only for Brian, but for Cade, like his first drive of the Hawkeye. Like they need to score a touchdown the first drive of the year. Like plain and simple, you need to get on the field and go get seven easily because like that's why Cade, that's why you're here. That's why Iowa brought you in. Like Brian, that's why you're still here. Is is you know there's injuries on the offensive line, whatever. You got to go out there and make something happen. So Utah State win. Now week two, that game going to Ames doesn't you know seem 
that well, that, hard, that well, there's no way because yeah. now you're gonna they, have to have a, a guy they barely, they barely won last year and they have mm -hmm. everything go right and i don't have everything go wrong yeah so now you have to you know you're going to aim against a guy that you know doesn't have the experience no matter whether it's jj cole or um their other um quarterback there i don't know his name off the top of my head but i mean the iowa defense still don't show up i know they lost yeah. jack they lost guys but they are going to show up and they're going to make plays and now it's only week two all as well. It's not like Iowa State's bringing in the Hawkeyes in week seven or eight. Like they're only going to have one warm up game before that. So I would be confident in saying they would be two and zero going into Western Michigan at home. The third game, a pretty simple start. Execute three and zero. It would be interesting to see where they, like, they, they usually they usually don't lose. They don't, I don't know if I don't use many non conference games. No, and, yeah. and then so right. then. After that is when things get interesting. After that, on September 23rd, it's the whiteout. But they travel Lost. to Penn Lost. State. Lost. To Penn State. Penn State's going to Penn State's going to show we, up. Uh, on the road and on the East Coast, it doesn't usually Week four, well. That's tough. Like, it would be different well. maybe if it was, like, one of the second or third to the last, you know, games of the year. But I also think so. They play that Penn State game. I think I think that'd be a tough game to even try to win. Um, if they keep it close, I think you take that as a win, a good test earlier in the year. And then they play Michigan State at home the next week. I Michigan State's not very good anymore. That, I think they. I think they beat Michigan State, but I could also see an Iowa fashion. It going the beating other Penn way, State. beating Penn and State, State and losing at home to Michigan, and State. then coming home and mm -hmm. losing. That's that is not something that's beyond them. I think that no matter what, though, they're four and one. One one. One one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that they're four and one. Then going into um, Purdue six, home Purdue. For some that's reason, always tough. For you some can't reason, never do it. I say it's, it's the home say, Purdue that's, because they were number two in the country and at homecoming. Had all momentum and could not get it done. But then, like last year, on the road, they got it done. They ran down the throat. Like uh, Purdue was looking good. I mean, Purdue ended up going to the Big Ten championship thanks to Iowa. But literally, go to Purdue. Caleb Johnson runs for two hundred yards on yeah. Purdue last year. I think that that's a win. I think it's going to be tough for Purdue to just to losing Charlie and Aiden. I mean, those are like two of the you know better offensive. Um, players in the Big Ten last year, like they that was not um, something I saw coming out of Purdue. And Charlie left Iowa City, you know, wide receiver three or four, and ended up being one of the best receivers in the Big Ten. Um, then after Purdue, so let's say you know five and one, then yeah, five and one, then going to Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. it's to Wisconsin, home Minnesota. What do we think the odds are they would sweep that? Purdue, Wisconsin, Minnesota, and those three games. I mean, you do two get two and one's the best case. I, you get two at home. Two and one, two and one's the best case. Going yeah, to Wisconsin get, is tough. Going to Madison is tough. Yeah. It's tough, especially because who's their coach now? It's uh, somebody good. They got. I could still see him. Luke I Fickle see him sweeping it. Luke Fickle. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. I I mean here at Cincinnati in the college football playoff. Yeah, I say in 
Like and, he, and there are there, later are, in the there year. are rumors there there are rumors that like if Ryan Day, like if let, let him go, they're talking about like that he uh, Luke Field could have been Ohio State's and head that, coach. That's funny that like Ohio State has like not really been talked about and like uh, their fans don't seem very happy, but like they were truly a made field goal away from probably winning the national championship last year. But they, they lost to Michigan. They're, 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 they're a program that they've lost Michigan twice in a row now, yeah. and they got blown out against Michigan. And yeah. they're, not, they're, they're a program that's like they expect national championships. And well, it's at been least since 20, 10 championships. Yeah. And it, it's, been, it's, been, it's been at least 2014 since they won, since they won it all. Yeah. And they, and they view themselves as like Bama and Georgia yeah. in that. Right. And I mean, they have the talent, like very clearly, very obviously. Um, okay, so let's say best case scenario, they come out I of think the two one. Purdue, Wisconsin, Minnesota, two and one. So now they have two losses. I think they'd be six wins, six, six wins, six and two, six, six and two. Let's see, one, which is not bad. Two, three, four. Yeah, six and two. Um, going into Wrigley Field to play Northwestern, which Northwestern, Northwestern is in shambles. Northwestern's not going to be good because <laughs> they lost. They lost their heart. And, and obviously and he was kind of racist and all that, but yeah, <laughs> they're losing players. Like Northwestern yeah, is in that's, shambles. That's gonna be a cool game. That's gonna be a cool game. Hopefully, it's not seven degrees. I say they might, it, but I can see also being a rah rah. Oh, we're playing a different field. This and this. Iowa, you know, gets the bug for some reason to do Iowa's Iowa not like things. Losing games that they should. That's possible. Yeah, yeah. Um. But that game I'll, stays close, and then like atmosphere can get them. I'll I'll assume Iowa handles Northwestern and Rutgers at home. With yeah. without without their coach, that's just tough. Yeah, this season uh, I would have them eight and two. Now these last two games are interesting. Illinois is not a bad football team. They are one of the teams that is trending up in the Big Ten, and Iowa gets them in the last home game of the season, Senior Day. It's going to be cold. It's November 18th. It's going to be cold. It's going to be a nasty game. It's going to be like a 16 to 13. They should have been. They should have been. I should have been Illinois last year. They should have been. Uh, Illinois they called call that Cooper's uh, phone recovery back. Oh, yep. Which um, changes. It does. I think by that point, you would you would hope and assume I would know. I was, you know who Iowa is. I mean, yeah. the projection is that, you know, Kay's a Big Ten championship winning quarterback that he's producing. I, I don't think we have a we have, we have a lot of expectation of Cade, but like also there's a reason Cade's not at Michigan anymore. That's true. And like like I mean, obviously like people like so systems do work for different people better, mm-hmm. but it, it we takes can only a lot go up from coach. what we had last year. Yeah, yeah. and it takes a lot for a coach to to sit an older guy for a younger guy. I think a lot that happened. Yeah. I think I think you're gonna see like one of two things. Either you're gonna see like that situation has benefited Cade and he comes in this year and he like proves like this is the quarterback I am, this is why I'm here, or that situation hurt him and he doesn't have the confidence or he doesn't because I think that's what's going to come down to. Obviously, to make it this level, you have to have the ability, like, to throw the ball, to make plays, to you know, like, cerebrally understand the game. But yeah. it's hard. It's a hard situation to lose your job after literally bringing your coach, your 
program the best season that they've had, they've ever had in a like, long time. In, yeah, in a long, long time at the least since you know the Desmond Howard days and things like that. And then to immediately have a guy step on mm-hmm. campus and take it up. It's crazy. Also, like even Kate is not bad. We haven't seen a quarterback flourish at Iowa in a long time. Yeah. And like, like you could like, say CJ Beathard. CJ, but like, but like, but like he CJ wasn't the same gunner he was when he first got on campus. No. And like he kind of started like towards the later years, he started trying to turn to turn to the quarterback we all know at Iowa. That's yeah. always taking the check downs, that's always playing it safe. Right. And it was like, oh. Like once you got to the league, it kind of like sunshine again. But yeah. something about I mean, because like the the guy that left Iowa went to went to Michigan. Dick he Rudolph. looked, yeah, he yeah. even looked better when he went back to Michigan. Obviously, it's Michigan, yeah. but like it had his confidence back. Mm-hmm. But like something about the Iowa offense, like shuttles. Besides Nate Stanley, who much just had like the dog in him, just a throw it whenever <laughs> he, he didn't really care. He had a dog in him. Yeah, I mean CJ's so, best. But, so. So CJ's best year, the 2015 year where they went to the Rose Bowl, mm-hmm. he threw for less than 3,000 yards. He had 17 touchdowns and five picks, and they went undefeated yeah. in the regular so, season. See that, yeah. And the ability to run the football also is going to be a huge prop part of Iowa's. And that's why they, you know, brought in um, Davon Parker in the transfer portal. They brought in a uh, Rusty. Um, they brought in a couple guys in the transfer portal, and you would assume that a year of you know development would hopefully because that's usually Iowa staple. They're gonna be able to run the ball. It don't matter yeah. if they throw for eighty yards in a game; they're gonna they get one fifty on the ground. They could not do that last year. Five no. Purdue, they yeah. could not run the ball. They couldn't. Um, so let's say so they'd be eight and two going into Illinois, Nebraska. Now, last game of the season. Nebraska. In Memorial? In Memorial Stadium. Matt Rule's first year. No, no. Do I know what Nebraska's record is going to be? Absolutely no. not. But I for that I, game... I, obviously, it don't matter because it, it could it be a two-win two Nebraska team. Like, last year's Nebraska team was one of the worst I've seen. One of the, I, They literally had coaches fired. Their defense didn't stop anybody. No. Nope. Anybody. Well, off them building off the ground. Yep. And still with a chance with a big ten championship at home, rock that one. I've got a little bit of beef with the Nebraska Corn Husters. Last year was really traumatic for me. First, you know, it's November and you have a chance to beat the Corn Huskers day after Thanksgiving. I still got gravy on my face, but I'm excited because I'm like, oh, we're gonna go to Indy. Like that's that's going to happen. Like, I'm excited to go to my first Big Ten championship and work it. You know, like, I think Iowa was like 13 and a half point favorites. Favorites. Like, they were. Big, big, big favorites. Big favorites. Big favorites. And then everything that can go wrong goes wrong. Like, the comeback doesn't happen. Whatever. Then in basketball season, the same thing happens. Last game of the season. Double-digit favorites for, against Nebraska to secure the for, two seed for, in, in for, the Big for, Ten for tournament a du- for a double a double buy for a double buy. You can end up being the two seed, and Iowa basketball loses, then ends up losing to Ohio State. If they win, if they beat a bad Nebraska team who ended up losing to Wisconsin, didn't even get to play Thursday uh, Friday, they would have got they wouldn't have had to play until Friday. Who knows what happens in the Big Ten tournament then? But anyway. You have to throw everything out the window. I I would yeah, assume at this yeah. point Iowa is 
either nine and two or eight and three at worst, right? Uh, eight and three at worst. So if they are nine and two, and their losses are to Penn State and, and Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Minnesota, we're probably in the same predicament. You have a chance to For go sure. to the Big Ten you championship. Like I would assume would that, that would that set up a a Big Ten championship game against Michigan for Cade? That would be like the per- and that's what a lot of people are seeing, have been asking for is they they want to see they want to see Iowa and Michigan. The, I think the, that they get back in. I think that Ohio State gets back this year. I think that they've been out of the Big Ten championship too long, and they're like, nah. But it's tough though this year because Michigan brings back pretty sure the quarterback is back. Yeah, JJ is back, and and so is Blake. And, they're running, yeah. back. They're running back and, yeah. and running back, and so they have like a lot of returners on offense. And then mm-hmm. losing CJ is tough to replace. Obviously, it's Ohio State. Yeah, but losing that quarterback is tough. Yeah, it's it's definitely tough. Um, I think that we're gonna find the same situation. I think it's gonna come down to winning in Memorial Stadium, uh, against Nebraska. And I mean, we saw last time in Memorial Stadium, it was a classic when Iowa came back yeah. the block punt and the touchdown. I'll say Nebraska I collapsed. I don't remember the last like last time Iowa blew out Nebraska was I think when Noah went went back to Memorial and they just I mean Iowa ran away yeah that's like any other time with that it's been like Iowa come back last second field goals like at least probably three times in a row I think last second field goals yeah between Iowa and Nebraska and mm-hmm. then obviously last year they lost so like yeah. the Iowa Nebraska game is is probably is technically like better than the Iowa Iowa State game because mm-hmm. before that Iowa Iowa State usually like not close but. Iowa Nebraska has been super close for the last seven, eight years. Yeah. So it's I mean, that's what's gonna come down to. I think that's what that's what we expect. But you still have to go out there and play the games. I mean yeah. you can, and and injuries are part of the game. We don't know what teams injuries, or what, who yeah. yeah, injuries are part of the game. <clears throat> you never know what's gonna happen. There's still like I said, who knows if there there could be more gambling stuff coming out. We, we don't know if every player that could be involved is involved, and it could be something that leaks into other programs in the Big Ten. So we're just going to have to um, look out for it. Um, I think within the next few weeks, before week one for sure, we are going to do a draft of Big Ten teams. We're going to have Dre join us. We're going to do a draft of Big Ten teams, and we're going to keep track of – everybody's record to see who can put together the best record. Now there's 14 teams in the big 10. So we're going to have UCLA and USC be a part of that, which then they hold some value because they don't play against. Is that, is this, this is there's still next year. Packed close yes. schedule this year. Aren't After this year, yeah. then USC and UCLA. So that'll be 16. So we'll each have four teams. It'll be interesting. Y'all better think about your draft strategy strategies. If you, Want to try to go with a couple teams on the east, couple teams on the west. Who's gonna get Northwestern? Um, <laughs> who's gonna get Rutgers and get Maryland? Um, I think it'll just be cool and be a something to track and follow along with for the rest of. I mean, for the whole year, and we could think of if we want to throw some money in a pot or something like that, or um, place a little wager on who's gonna win. But um, we're, yeah, we're man, gonna, there's football this month. There's football this month. It's all about tomorrow. 
I'm I've never been much of a preseason NFL guy. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not I'm not I'm not that much of a sicko. I can't watch preseason <laughs> basketball. I can do summer league basketball more than I can do preseason basketball. Um, but there's football on. So if you're one of those sickos, if you're one of those sickos betting on the preseason football, go ahead and um, get the under. One eight hundred bets off. Um, go outside, spend some time with your family. It's still summer. Kids go back to school here soon. Um, spend some time we're with, about, your, with your family. We're about a week out from our draft, so that's it's coming. It's coming up month month out month, a month out. out Labor Day weekend. So right right after right after that Utah State game, I'll be hopping on the road back to Waterloo. I'm gonna swing some clubs there the morning of the draft kind of get my head in the right place you know i don't want to stress myself out too much um don't want to overthink anything we're not taking james connor over Devonte adams this year that's so, so nasty so yeah we're not taking cam Akers in the third round this year we're just gonna make we're gonna make good decisions hey i'll tell you k i mean cam came around man <laughs> yeah. cam came around man <laughs> yeah all right all right, uh, fellas, thank you for joining us. Um, yeah, follow all the socials at Dallas Jones, at Juan Martinez, a, at South Coast Jones. Um, stay up to date with all this betting stuff going on. There's more and more information that's coming out, it seems, every hour. But until next time, peace. We're back with more consistent Jess Johnson. Jess Johnson <laughs> is back, is back, back and running. Price yes, is sir. Going up.